From the TV Guide, fresh off the shock of recent events, the team uses a party as a ruse to corner the collaborators. Season 2, Episode 19, MH Order of Quantico starts right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey guys, welcome to the after show for Quantico on ABC. I'm your host, Drexel Hurd. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, not Twitter, Instagram, but Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at Drexel Hurd and on Facebook uh, at Official Drexel Hurd. I'm back with the panel today, Mr. Timothy Michael to my left. Hey everybody, Timothy Michael here. You can reach me on all social media platforms at I am Timothy Mike. And I'm so happy to have my partner in crime back with me to my left. Hey guys, I'm Renee, and you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel, and check out my blog, sextingandthecity.com. And be sure to follow AfterBuzz at AfterBuzzTV. Use the hashtag ABTVQuantico to join the conversation on social media. And if you're in the chat room, hello. If you are leaving comments down below, hello as well. Um, so let's start with uh, episode 19, guys. Um, MH Order. Um, what'd you think? Um, I really enjoyed this episode. I actually wrote down a note to kind of um, summarize the whole episode for me. I kind of like this game of chess that they're doing with these collaborators. Um, and, like, the collaborators being two steps ahead. But, no, the the um, the rogue team has to be two steps ahead. That's what I'm calling them, the rogue team. Um, but then the collaborators are two steps ahead. Like, I like this, this back and forth thing because it keeps me excited about the show. Yeah, I really liked this episode. There were moments that I was like, oh... Gosh, because they're just, I don't know, with these, some of these dynamics mm-hmm. and just, it's kind of like one of those moments where they're like, Quantico, <laughs> like one of those, but I'm sure we'll get to that. It should be like a romantic comedy instead of like a, yeah. like a drama. Yeah, I but feel you. Also, just quick side note, guys, literally how many seasons and problems is it going to take for everyone to know Alex is always right? True. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> I mean... Um, yeah, well, she, well, we'll, we'll talk about where, when and where we thought Alex is right and when we, and where we thought Alex is wrong. Um, let's just review for everybody what, where, where we are with the cash, um, which kind of takes us into this big episode. So, Tim, I know you liked last week, last week you had everybody's name written down, so why don't you review with us who the members of the cash are as we know them? Yes, so we have Thomas Roth, who is the law part, Christian Kelly, who's the money, Henry Rourke, who is the government, who's pretty much the predominant who's been the predominant person throughout the, the series. Um, Maxwell Fletcher, who's the ideologist, or ideology part. Um, we've got Rebecca Sherman, logistics, but she's dead. Uh, technology, Peter Teo. Media is Warren Shepard, and defense is Alice Winter. So all of those guys are our targets for tonight's um, main task, which is to expose them. Basically, this is this is the big game. This is what we came. This is what this whole season has been about: figuring out who these people, are, finding out who these people are, and going after them one by one. Um, this time, it was Owen's idea to do it in public, mm-hmm. uh, and the way that we do that was circling back to where we came from at the beginning of the season of the second half of the season, which was by asking Maxine to jump on board. <laughs> Uh, with a big party, um, her and this time her engagement party, um, she seemed a little reluctant. And I actually wrote down just in her reluctance, uh, it it almost. I don't. I didn't know if I trusted her. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. I mean, who can you trust on the show? Honestly, that's what I'm saying. Um, but I, in my opinion, I feel like she was very flip floppy this episode. Like 
and this has been her character for me this for these last few episodes that she's been in is I don't necessarily know if I like her I don't know if I don't like her but clearly she can't tell who she likes and who she doesn't like either so I guess we're on the same page oh yeah that quote she had where she was like Oh, it's if it isn't the man I love and two people I don't. Like, why, Maxine? Just why? But then later on in the episode, she's like, Oh, Shelby, you should join my roster. You'd be so great at it. Yeah. I'm, it's, just, it's just a little confusing. I agree. I actually don't trust Maxine just because of the way they're setting her up. Because it seems what they're trying to do is make Shelby and Clay, like, these lovers that, like, can't be together. Because, like, he's engaged and she had sex with his father and his brother. But... You know, I think they're still trying to set it up and make it romantic between the two. And they're like, oh, it's so hard that we can't be together, even though they were never together and he's been engaged this whole time. So it makes me think what the show is going to do is make her out to be a bad guy. Because that is literally the only way that they can have Shelby and Caleb be together. With I mean, I love Caleb. Have (laughs) Shelby and Clay be together without everyone kind of getting mad. But then at the same time, I'm like, I can't, they can't turn another... wife, girlfriend, fiance, whatever. Like, they've done it with, you know, uh, what's-her-face, Sebastian's wife. Uh, they did it with, well, try to do it, I guess, with Sasha. Um, but we still don't really know where that is turning. Um, they also did it with, um, uh, oh gosh, I'm blanking on Maybe, maybe not necessarily your significant other. Maybe somebody in your family. Maybe somebody that's been close. Um, we saw it with uh, Miranda's son in the first first season, where he was not necessarily bad, but he kind of was, and then he ends up getting killed mm-hmm. at the end. We saw that with Lydia. We saw, and then of course we saw that with. Um, you know, just several people. I, I won't even say we saw that with um, what's his um, what's his name from the first season. Um, Simon, so, n- not no. Simon. Who was the other instructor? Oh, um, 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 oh, uh, oh, gosh! I'm blanking yeah, out his name, but yeah, I know his yeah. face. You know, his she name. had the romantic thing with Miranda. Um, so, so we, but we, see, but it's not necessarily wives and and, but it is definitely people uh, close to each other. Um, yeah, I just thought that Sasha was just a little bit like, I'm sorry, Maxine yeah. was just a little bit. Um, I was like, okay, but I don't think with three episodes left in the season that we're mo- now that now the show again, like we said, is moving at warp speed. I just don't think that Maxine, like when I wrote it down, looking back at it, I'm like, well, I mean, there's three episodes that we can't really bring her back into the fold. Hmm. You know, like she 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 can't be. Th- we would have if 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 Maxine had been involved in some way, we would have found out this episode. But then again, at the same time, I can play you know devil's advocate and say, who else could have access to, um, you know, Clay's you know uh, apartment office. Uh, and all this stuff. I mean, yeah, obviously, the collaborators do have this endless amount of resources, but like we said, it's always the closest people to you, so... Wait, for which part? For the beginning, when they're when somebody's hacking his uh, was, office and stuff like that? That was... What's his face? Felix. Oh, that was Felix. Yeah, because Felix pretended to be drunk and, and wanted to hack into his emails. Oh, okay. I thought it was um, a woman. No, no, no. I, right? That's what we confirmed. It was Felix because that's why they said the yes, whole he never so gets Felix, drunk. Yes, so Felix attempted. hacked. Felix attempted to uh, hack into um, their going to their house. Although we didn't even see that part of it. No, we did not. However, which was weird. Like, yeah, because it was all from the the wife who said that. But I mean, did we really need to see it? Did they jam enough into the episode? Like it, it kind of seemed like they implied it for the audience and didn't really need to show it. Because we already knew that Felix was going to have to turn on everyone because of, um, oh gosh, what is his name? Who? The, um, the guy, the... Clayton? No, 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 no. 
Guys, we're blanking out our names tonight. What are we talking about? <laughs> Say that again. No, no, no. Just explain okay, to me one more time. Felix, his, his dad is on... Rourke. Yeah, Rourke. Rourke. Yes. Rourke. Um, his boss. Because his, his boss... Rourke is yes. his boss. Yes. He's his assistant. He's his assistant. Yes. There we go. <laughs> He's his legislative Felix is assistant. assistant. Okay, but anyways, um, because he was threatening Felix, and Felix had to turn on everyone else. Mm, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, so now the team is in the field. They've convinced Maxine. Maxine is now, as Clay referred to ha- her as Mrs. Smith, uh, referring <laughs> to them being Mr. and Mrs. Smith, now that he's in the CIA. Um, and, or the CIA, the FBI, whatever their joint task force is. Um, so let's run through everybody's um, targets. Mm-hmm. So Alex, uh, um, Alex has Fletcher. Uh, she has to kind of convince him to be an um, like like an ambassador, yeah. like not necessarily convince him, but like offer him an ambassadorship in return for mm-hmm. flipping. So now we're they're they're having to. So they had their targets. They had their and targets, they had and they have a specific reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ryan has Alice Walker. Nima has um, Shepard. Rain. Well, is that Rain? No, no. It's, it's only Raina. It's Raina. She's posing as Nima, but it's really Raina. <laughs> right. Okay. Um... Yeah. Um, so Raina is doing um, has Shepherd, uh, but then she takes over. For, she takes over Felix. Owen has Kelly, um, and then Shelby has Peter Theo. Um, is it just me, or is everybody on this every every male collaborator is gay? Did anybody pick up on that? Because they were talking about in the beginning uh, Maxwell Fletcher's ex husband, and then they were talking about uh, Peter Theo's ex. Now he's not sitting at the. Um, the t- same table as his, his ex-boyfriend or something like that, or they had something with a messenger oh, for yeah. 20 minutes, and I was like, I feel like all of the, uh, the except collaborators... For, except for the... Uh, okay. Except for work. Except for work, <laughs> yeah. Um, and another thing that I want to point out is that I love when they, they get dressed up, um, and I don't know if it's because I have like PTSD from when they were all in the Quantico uniforms in the first season, but I love when they all get dressed up and it looks so good, except for Raina in this episode. I thought that dress was not... <laughs> I don't I even remember her dress. dress. That's what I'm saying. Right. And, you know, I mean, I didn't really pay attention to that so much. But um, the only reason I paid attention to that was because when she went to have a drink with Felix, I was like, it must be really hard for her to, you know, because she's so religious, to have a drink and to wear a dress like that. And they addressed it in this episode, which I was glad that they did. Um, but she had played it off really well and said, no, Nima's, uh, I'm not the religious one. My sister is referring to Raina well, as Nima. She did not play it off that well. I mean, I thought she played it off that well. Yeah, and I mean, this is not only, this is not the, what's crazy is this is not the first time that in, this is not the first time in two episodes that the twins have been exposed. Mm. So they're not very good at playing opposite each other. Anymore, or they're, and they're, and they're not very good at, yeah. but they're not very good at hiding their tracks. Um, so... I think that's again, a, that's a, a, yeah, that's a little bit of a problem. Yeah, they do need Miranda to come back as a handler. Miranda's, thought, Miranda's gonna have Miranda was back last last episode. Uh, if you guys are just catching up to us, um, but yeah, that was a little bit weird. Um, real quick, I know we're gonna get to some social media uh, a little bit uh, later on. I'm just gonna tell the engineer that I think I sent it to a 423 email, so it might be from it might say from yesterday, just not today because I put the wrong date. So, um, so now they are in the field, and their bl- covers are starting to get blown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's a little weird. It's like. 
It's like dominoes. Yeah. Just boop, 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 boop. And it's like they were in their, like, it's like our team, our team, was in their ears. And then their team, they their side was in their ears. Um, and then everybody just start like, nobody could get it together. Well, because everybody thought they had a leg up on each other. And it was just like, no, I'm one up. No, I'm one up. No, I'm one up. And that's, that's what was crazy about the episode. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> I thought you were going to elaborate on that. <laughs> no, no, I agree. I, I, I don't know, A, it threw me off because every time that you thought one character had it, they didn't. But especially that bugged me was Reyna. I can't, I, I, I need to go back to Reyna for a second. It really bugged me that when he said we already had this conversation, she didn't say anything aside from like, I think I need another drink. That bugged me so much. <laughs> Like, you've been, you've right. pretended to be your sister before. You couldn't think of anything else to say to be any more convincing. Yeah. Like, fake it till you make it. Like, why or, would you or, just kind of give or up? Or just don't lie and just be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you one know. or the other. But yeah. don't be what like, what do you want to do about it? Obviously, I'm not arrested. Obviously, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, this is the situation. You're telling me like it is. So let's just be straight with each other. And that's what, I feel like that's what Nima would have done. You think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or played it off from better. A, from a, yeah, she would definitely play it off better. She would have definitely been a little bit more direct than her sister. Um, and, you know, because she had already gotten caught in that lie at the beginning. Not necessarily lie, but that repeat yep. of telling him about his sister. And that he's like, but I already went through that again. That's then, what I would have said. Like, I know, I just wanted to... Re- I don't know. You think of something. Right. right. And not only that, I feel like this episode really did dive into the differences between Reyna and Nima and how... Maybe, I don't want to say the word unqualified, but maybe unprepared, you know, Reyna is because she hasn't had her feet wet for as long as Nima has. Because even in the beginning, when Caleb and, and her were having this conversation about Shelby, um, Reyna was like, no, there's nothing going on between her and Clay. But if it was Nima, Nima would have been like, no, there's something going on and I'm going to stop it. Right. Because she knows her so well. Right. And uh, uh, speaking of trying to stop something from happening, uh, the team cannot seem to get Peter, I mean, what's his, uh, Rourke from leaving. Oh, yeah. So Clay, Caleb, <laughs> so Caleb, Clay asks everybody for a plan. Caleb just so happens to have an inner ear in, and he gets up there to make a toast. And, like, it was a little weird. I didn't know where he was going. And then I was like, oh, that's kind of inappropriate but that's so great I mean I would think that Rourke would have realized how many people were trying to stall him and the same thing goes for Felix like it was one after the other after the other that he was trying to leave and people were like no wait no wait no wait I'm like you're not that popular in order to like <laughs> have all these people like it would have put up a red flag for me personally I'd have been like why is everyone trying to get my attention now um but then at the same time you're at an engagement party so maybe your guard is down but at the same time you're a collaborator so should your guard ever be down I don't know but I think it goes back to not trying to make a scene. Like, if someone makes a toast, you're not just going to, like, leave. You have to stay, otherwise you're going to be... It will make some sort of a scene if you're you're the only one leaving. So everything that they were doing, I mean, it wasn't really working on them. He kept trying to leave, but at the same time, their, I guess what they were doing was working because it kept on making him stay, at least for an extra second. Yeah. One of the weird... And you know I talk about where the president moves a lot. Um, one of the weird things about... President Haas, uh, her taking Rourke to the side was that she was not in that room at all. 
she came to the edge of that room. She didn't really talk to anybody. Now it's your son's engagement party, the president of the United States. People are going to wonder if that room is full of uh, reporters or anybody, they're going to wonder why the president of the United States is not in the room. And then there's going to be questions asked about why the president's not there, um, why she pulled the Speaker of the House aside. Um, is there a, is there something national security related? So that would have kept people buzzing. And I feel like if this had been any other show, phones would have been going off. But they had the jammer, remember? Nobody uh, has cell service in there. Oh, I just meant like people would have no, been buzzing. There I think that we just need to off. let go of this whole the president is as high profile. Oh, no, because the there's show. something later on in the show that really? I've written down that I'm like, once again, Quantico writers need to do a little bit more research when it oh comes to certain things. Um, so, yeah, so President Haas takes Rourke into this side room. You know, obviously, surprisingly enough, this was a room that was not bugged. How, I don't know. Well, she had an earpiece in, but she took it out. Yeah, but every other inch of the room was bugged. Even, even you know, and we'll talk about uh, Ryan and and, uh, and 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 Winter. You know, there was a contingency plan there. Like, there was nothing recorded in this room um, other than her bluff, you know, keep taking this earpiece out. So I, I thought it was a little weird that she took him to this room, that there was no surveillance um, on them in there. That's true. And I about that. Then she passes him this resignation letter, and I'm like, "What are you doing, girl?" It's like you're bluffing. Well, I didn't know. I I, mean, I didn't think I about think it. I think she was bluffing at that point when she first started because before she even started that whole thing, she didn't have word that they had Alice. No, the whole time it was his res- resignation letter. Mm. It yeah. was. It so was the whole she thing was bluffing. Was a plan. She was bluffing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's she's clearly, obviously, a very good bluffer, and um, she could totally gamble. And yeah, she's yeah. <laughs> well, she's the president. So. She is the pre- she is a politician. Yeah. It is nothing but bluffing. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was a really great scene um, between the two between the two of them, and it showed a little bit of like vulnerability with President Haas because you're like she she doesn't quite know what is going to happen yeah. until she gets that note from Caleb and she's like and then she's like now I got my power back. right it's like um, I, I don't know if you remember in um, Home Alone 2 where Tim Curry's character finds out that Kevin McAllister is not the guy with the credit card <laughs> and he's got that like gr- Grinch smile on his yeah. face like that's what I got from yeah. that scene maybe that's what the director was going for because it looked exactly like that that was a great moment <laughs> it was a good moment so then she picks it up walks out the door um, but then Ryan is now, now we're in this situation where Ryan, I, it goes back to what you said where at the beginning where you're like, Alex always has to be right. And one of them, instead of them all being a hero, one of them has to be a hero. And Ryan took it upon himself to kind of go rogue on this mission again, um, and take winter out into this thing. Yeah. I know maybe it's just me. Like, I know that you want to be. Um, that you want to like do your part and get your asset to do whatever you need to do whatever you need to do to get your asset, but not at the expense of going alone without telling anybody that you're going out alone. Well, they all—I feel like they all do that, especially Alex. Alex, especially. <laughs> yeah, and I, maybe that's where Ryan gets it from. Like he's always trying to one up Alex. Um, everybody and, clearly is trying to one up everybody on the show. I mean, not Shelby. 
Like, like Shelby doesn't really do it. Nima and Reyna don't really do it. Shelby so does it. Uh, no, last... Shelby's too busy trying to figure out who she's going to sleep with next. To, no, to, like... but that's when she does it with, like, Leon. Before we knew Leon wasn't bad, she was going off with him. That's true. Going rogue, yeah. per se. Like, yeah, and... Um, and Nima and Reyna are always trying to one-up each other. No, always... I'm the better agent. No, I'm the better agent. Okay. So you do have a point. For instance, even Nima and Reyna switching places to repair the relationship when it's really not helping the mission because Reyna is not as good as Nima doing this stuff and it's making me crazy because <laughs> if only Reyna would be more understanding, like, there's more at stake here than our relationship. So yeah, maybe right. I should go to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, hello to everybody in the chat room. Uh, Alley Cat Diva, Fantasy Stats, uh... Chels M90, I, I, another another face. You maybe you're talking about um, maybe you're talking about this one at the end. Um, mm-hmm. She she did uh, Alley Cat Diva didn't mention um, at the beginning because we were talking about people who um, have been like turned or anything. They talked about Ryan's mm-hmm. first wife. That's um, who. Yes, thank you. Yep. Thank you. Um, thank you. And yeah. and yes, fantasy We'll get to Caleb here in a little bit. But um, so yeah, so Ryan's out in this on this mission now. And he gets back to the team, and he's all happy. Like, no, we're going to do it my way now because Owen's way wasn't like... Like, I was like, where is this coming from at this point? Like, nobody's the leader anymore. Like, Clay's kind of tapped out (sighs) mentally. Clay's always been tapped out. That was one of my biggest, biggest uh, criticisms of this group because Clay, I feel like, is not a leader for this, this group. And he shows it every single episode. Like, after they had all gotten caught, and this is with, you know, I guess we'll talk about that at the end. Yeah, um, I mean, he's tapped out. Owen's, like, trying not to be the leader because he doesn't want to step on anybody's toes. And then you got alpha male Ryan trying to step in over alpha female Alex, who is like, guys, we're falling into a trap again. What is this trap? Just just a uh, question. When has Alex, like, Alex's paranoia that we thought been wrong? You didn't know that Alex had a spidey sense, did you? <laughs> She's got a spidey sense. She's yeah, got it. Apparently does. But it, okay, this is what really bothers me. is every time, every season, every half season, Alex goes, Hey, guys, I know it seems to be this way, but I think it's this way. And everyone's like, oh, no, Alex, girl, you crazy. Right. Every time. Every time, Alex is right. But Every then, time. But then I feel like in this instance, I feel like they were backed into a corner because, as we said before, every one of their targets was one up on them. So the only person that got a lead in was Ryan with Alice. So he jumped on that. He cleared it with keys to go forward with it. And then that's what happened. I feel like they were just backed into a corner and that's why they had to go. No. They did. No, 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 no. But that's the crazy thing about this whole thing is that they're not reporting to keys. So how could keys have given an order? They're reporting to the president. What do you mean? Well, the president and Keyes. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, Keyes hasn't really been, like, he hasn't really been a part of this whole thing. He hasn't come down to the bunker. At all. At all. The president's been calling these shots. So for for Ryan to, here's the thing. For Ryan to have gone to the male head instead of going to the president or instead of going to her son, like you just skipped over a whole bunch of other people that you probably should have gone to first that have been a part of your team the whole time, that have been calling the shots the whole time. But no, instead of going to amongst those people, you go to the one person who's kind of been out of it to see if you can get their approval on it. Yeah, it just really frustrated me because even in that moment, like how about... How about remember that Alex isn't some crazy, paranoid person? How about recognize that this she's very intelligent, she is usually right, 
and she's worth trusting. Like, how about even for a second be like, let me hear what do you think we should do? Right. How about for a second? And then if there's really no other option, then go for it. Yeah. But literally you're like, no, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I'm, I'm Ryan, yeah. I'm gonna do this. Like, it was stupid. And, and, and speaking of stupid, I thought that when all the files got erased, I'm like, guys, like... There's no backup. There's no backup. Who who didn't back it up, first of all? Quite. And then, like, who... But all of them. They're all computer geniuses at some point. Yeah, but it was hacked level. from Clay's office, so it was all on Clay. Yeah, but they don't... Right. More, I agree. Right, but, I mean, somebody should have been like, are you backing this up? Are this, is this drives back there? I'm just saying, as a leader... Is Lydia going to steal them again? Like, you know what I mean? So, I, I mean, <laughs> remember the last time we backed some shit up? <laughs> It got stolen, so let's put it away somewhere where nobody can find it in the cloud. I don't know. It wasn't in the cloud. They weren't using MacBooks. See, that's the problem. <laughs> that is the problem. That is why you cannot use PC anymore unless we have a Microsoft uh, sponsor. Yay, Microsoft. Um, <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so they didn't. They didn't back it up, and then, but nobody was like, okay, who could it have been? Who had access to this place? How did they get in? Could it have been hacked from the outside? Like nobody thought of like, should we like counter? Like, could we should we find out who hacked it? Like nobody was thinking about that. Caleb Caleb Glaze over there, like it's over. Yeah, that's that, that is what I was talking about, like his leadership abilities. Because I'm like, he's the first person to always give up first. So it's like, where are your leadership abilities? Like, can you? at least think outside of the box like Alex can you at least give some kind of hope to this team but you don't you just sit there and you give up I can't I can't with Clay's character in for a lot of reasons especially one scene in particular mm-hmm. that I'm sure we'll get yeah. to and, and then there was a, then there was the part about um, oh and then and then Alley Cat Diva said my biggest question was why wasn't Clay's computer password protected he you know and that's the crazy thing is is that he got a two step verification earlier in the day yeah. about his other computer being hacked how did clay not get a two-step verification about this yeah i was yeah. actually thinking the same thing and how come about- on quantico writers i really <laughs> need you to like step it up on the consistency portion of it also for all those people that know alex so well how did no one think oh wait where's alex where's owen hmm all of these files got deleted hmm alex has gone rogue before not once not not anyone no shelby saying this no like no one thought maybe alex could have been a part of this yeah, everybody's like, where's Alex and Owen? <laughs> Weird, but back to the files. Right, 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 right. Where, did, where could they have gone? You know, and yeah. uh, Ryan, who is the mo- who has always been the most suspicious of Alex, yep. so didn't nothing. go, boop, mm-hmm. I bet Alex did nothing. Nothing. Just, especially the last time we saw them, Alex and Ryan butt heads about what they should do next. Right. And no one thought, right. no one thought it was Alex. Yeah, Alex just, you know. Guys, what are we going to do? <laughs> um, so then Shelby runs in. Oh, She's like, Shelby. everybody, turn on the TV. And then there's the news blaring about uh, President Haas undercover. Ryan's on screen with the camera from the guy from the Washington Post. Alex, Alex um, Alice Winter set him up. Yep. And surprise, surprise, Which, surprise it's there. It's not that much of a surprise, you guys, because literally... No, I mean, we, no, I mean, no, we were being sarcastic. No, yeah, of course. But if you, I just want to point this out really quick, though, because Alice Winter is the defense part of the collaborators. So you think that out of everybody, she would be the one who is defending this entire operation. So you right. literally cracked the, or you thought you cracked, the one person who... Thought you cracked the defense. Yeah. 
Yeah, and and I thought her use of the of the knight knocking over I couldn't tell if it was the bishop or the rook or the it was the knight, knight knocking over the king over the king. But also, why was well, then why was um, why was Ryan the king and not the like a pawn? Or like he a she really, king? I think you're I think you're dubbing a little bit. Of yeah, but you know sometimes you have to. She really had time to like go through her gifts and like figure. Hey, out listen, it takes me. To, let me tell you what she probably had that 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 queued up. Yeah, she but like, ready. why? Like, you think when it's something this serious, like, oh, I'm going I'm to show him. I do all the like, time. I send gifts well, very quickly. You're not ruining the world. Uh, <laughs> as far as I know. <laughs> to some Republicans, I <laughs> um, But, um, so, yeah, so, um, that was a little, um, so that was a little weird. One thing I do want to point out is that they brought up why they were why congressional committees and, and Congress people and people were starting to bring up the president's impeachment, mm-hmm. articles of impeachment, because they were citing um, explicitly. And this is what happens when you have a show, when you have shows that explicitly state certain things. Like in the past a couple episodes ago, we talked about uh, Senate bill and what S bills and mean and House bills mean and stuff like that. Uh, this is explicit and they said it. 1870 Posse uh, Comitus Act. Um, it's um, its purpose is to limit the powers of the federal government in using federal military personnel to enforce domestic policies within in the United States. Um, it specifically apply, applies to the U.S. Army, and then in 1956 it applied to the U.S. Air Force. So, in my head, if I was Clay, if I was President Haas, if I was the White House, I would say, actually... It does not apply to my team because they're CIA and they're FBI. They're not military. They are intelligence agencies. I mean, even though the military does have its own intelligence unit, there are S1, there are intelligence officers, that does not make them CIA or FBI. I think Quantico writers forget that they have viewers like Drexel Heard. <laughs> I just want to make sure that if we're going to, like, throw information out there, if we're just going to use, like, it in, in the context of, like, like why real, why would the yeah. president, uh, like, or maybe it was just used as a, somebody threw it out there, oh, my God, the 1870, you know, this act, and then maybe that's what was thrown up there the first time, but, like, you know, scripts go through a lot of writing and a lot of research to, to get that. The least you could do is, like, throw up a, a good reason for articles of impeachment. Yeah. Um, at least something with some substance behind it. Um, so, um, I, so, okay, so now we're there. We know that, uh, President Haas may have to just take the, her own letter of resignation back and, uh, we'll see what happens there. Um, so let's talk about, so that's where we are. I also wrote down Bye Bye Caleb. Um, oh, I have a question about that. <laughs> and maybe I didn't pay enough attention, but... I'm pretty sure in the original tease that they said when they were like, Caleb's coming back, and then they made us wait for another, like, two and a half weeks. Um, when they showed the scene of him initially coming back, he was at a dinner table, like, at a restaurant with Shelby. I don't think we've seen that yet. Maybe he's not going back to school. That's what I'm thinking. You mean I think the next he episode? Might, I don't know. Do you remember in the original tease for Caleb coming back? I swear... I remember it like it was yesterday. It was Caleb and Shelby at a di- dinner table, like at a restaurant. And I don't think I've seen that yet. So I don't know if he's actually gone, gone, or if they pulled that from like a past season and I just didn't remember. But I swear the clip that they showed of Caleb 
in the restaurant was never has well, not been maybe, shown. Well, maybe Caleb doesn't leave because now his mom has got to go through all of this stuff and yeah. they need all hands on deck at True. this point. All hands um, on deck. Speaking of relationships like Caleb and oh stuff God. like that, let's talk about some of those relationships. Um, let's talk about the relationship between Caleb and Shelby because Caleb came in. Do you think that Caleb, based on everything that we've seen, and especially to, through the end, do you think Caleb was brought there for for that specific reason? No. What, to to not make sure that Clay yeah. and Shelby don't get together? I mean, like, that, that Shelby brought him there for that reason. Or that it just evolved, they just kind of evolved into that later. No, I definitely think it evolved. I think that once he came in and saw the dynamic between Clay and Shelby, then he was like, no, this isn't going to work. Because he's seen it before. He's seen it with himself. He's seen it with her and his father. Um, but I feel like he went there just to help the entire team. I agree. Yeah, I think it evolved as well. I honestly don't quite understand why Shelby reached out to Caleb because I don't know how he really helped, aside from, like, on accident from time to time, like, during this speech. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, like, what was Shelby thinking was going to happen? Like, Caleb was going to come down and give his brother a pep talk? Clearly, they don't have a great relationship. What's really interesting is that there was a moment in the car with, um, and this goes into Clay and Shelby's relationship as well. There was a moment in the car with, there was two moments with Clay with Clay and Maxine. There was the moment where he kissed her and said, thank you for, um, thank you for saving Shelby. Yeah. Um, which, at first I was like, why would you say that? Or, then right. I was like, but that's one of his team members. Maybe he just didn't think about it. I mean, but the look on Maxine's face kind yeah. of went with your first reaction. Right, right. Like, why would you... And then, and then in the car, he's, you know, she says, you know, you... Something about a wall. Like... You're just married. You're just married. Put a wall, a wall to, between you and that. Yeah. I, I'm wondering if, subconsciously... Shelby brought Caleb back to put a wall up between her and Clay. That is possible. I remember actually when that scene with Clay and Maxine where he was saying the marriage thing, I or about like push, pushing up the marriage, I immediately thought like when people try to rush things like let's get married now, like yeah. there's always like a, other issues. Like yeah. if you can't wait like to a be baby like a, like a baby, yeah. <laughs> but like a Shelby. And I didn't even think like maybe that was the same on Shelby's end, but it does make sense because otherwise, literally why? Like what? I mean, for us, thanks, but why? Right. Well, another thing that really bugged me with Shelby and Clay's relationship was toward the end when he was having that conversation with her and he was like, I just need you not to catch me if I fall a month from now, 10 years from now. And I was like, this is... So I didn't even know what the word was, but I was like, I was like, that's your job. Like you shouldn't be putting that on the woman. Like if she's not making a move towards you, but you're making a move toward her, why is it her job to be like, no, you have a wife? Like you should already be thinking that. Yeah, it's just a little little question I have. Um, you know, when you're like head over heels for someone and really in love with someone and committed to someone, this is not a conversation you have with anyone else. Honestly, I would be more offended as the um, fiance to hear that you had this conversation with someone saying like, yo, like when I want to eventually with you. Just say no. Like, say no. Because I won't be able to control myself. Even though I'm in a committed relationship, I won't be able to say no. So you got to say no. Cool? That's messed up. Maybe you shouldn't be engaged to begin with. Because you clearly have issues with commitment. If it's not Shelby, it'll be someone else. Because honestly, what has Shelby done besides sleep with your dad and your brother? 
She's not a witch, people. She's not some. She doesn't have some magical love spell. She's just Shelby. Well, that's what I was gonna go. I wish that they would develop her character a little bit more. Like, give her some witty lines, or give her like an enormous sex appeal. But Shelby is just Look, Shelby. Like, Shelby she's, got like, sex appeal. No, she don't does. Don't talk about Shelby like. But that. I'm just saying, like, she doesn't have anything to literally win over three members of the same she's family. Got, she's got smarts. She's got. Money. She's really cute, but like, oh, she's cute. Yeah. For me, it would be a big but it must be turn-off. really good. Maybe we need a straight guy on the panel to but, like give us some insight. Yeah, into this right. Because like, I'm what like, do you think? Yeah, but you would think that it would be such a big turnoff for this woman to have slept with your brother and your father, and now you're like, I see it. Whoa. Yeah. How uh, awkward fa- would Christmas be if fa- we got together? <laughs> fan- <laughs> Who's she gonna end up with this year, you guys? It's a harem at it's the like Oss House. Shelby Roulette. <laughs> um, uh, fantasy stats guru uh, says. Uh, because everybody's talking about uh, Caleb's comments about Shelby sleeping with the Haas family, and, uh, <laughs> and there was a comment: are, "Are you are you sleeping with her too?" Yeah. Talking about the president, uh, Fancy says, "Guru, it came straight out of our discussions on here." Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Totally. Quantico writers are probably watching our show, even though they never call in. Weird, but they we don't. want them to, so you can call in on the season the season finale. Um, so I kind of want to bring it back to also uh, just. A key point that we kind of didn't cover yet, which was Alex working with Fletcher at the at the engagement party, because that was a pretty key moment when he like was like, "I already know what you want, um, but I want you to kind of be this person with a rebirth when the government falls, and and because you're a leader and a hero, and the people will turn to you." Like he wants Alex to join. His team. Yeah, that's the second or third time that Alex has gotten sidelined by some white guy to bring her onto the team. I think that she needs to start looking at things like that a little differently. Like, you know what? The last time a white guy told me to come join his team, I was at the FBI Academy. Then the next time a white guy came to me, I was at the CIA. And look what happened at the FBI Academy. (laughs) Look what happened at the CIA. And now, Fletcher White Guy... You want me to come to go to destroy the United States? See? Sign Alex, me up. Uh, yeah, when sign me up. Coming. Where do I need to sign? <laughs> like, Alex needs Alex to start like, looking at that. I can be in the that. spotlight. Yeah, I'll go. Okay, here's the other thing. If they're always, like, five steps ahead, wouldn't they already know, just judging by, oh, I don't know, Alex's entire past, that she would say yes for other reasons with ulterior motives. Right. Like, wouldn't they have... That's what I think. Like, they have to... They have to... If they don't, again, I'm, I won't be happy with the writing because they have to know going into this that she has, that she has ulterior motives. If they don't... She's a hero. I agree. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, she's put her life on the line too many times to save America than to just let's turn her back it. on it. It's like, wait, what? You should be going after the weakest link in this whole right? thing, which would probably be Clay. She's like, I'm done. Let's just throw it all away. I'm over it. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ryan's out of my life. <laughs> Raina and Nima's gone. They're pl- Rima's gone. They're Rima. playing me. Got no more Miranda. Owen's hitting on Owen's me. Hitting on me. Like you know. A kiss coming. So she, here's the thing. She she didn't go with Owen. She went with the white guy because she didn't go black. She'd never come she back. She she never. She'd never come back. She went with Owen. She'd never come back. She'd never gone with Fletcher. And then that would have taken the whole show. See, the show has gone off the rails at this point. Um, yeah, the Owen and Alex relationship was really weird. It's making me so uncomfortable. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. Because I always thought of Owen as like a, an either, to be honest, a father or like an older brother. Just someone older and like just different levels. Like not 
a romance. Yeah, maybe if they yeah. wouldn't do maybe if they wouldn't do like close like close conversations or like Touching. Owen like looking at her. I forget what I just said. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because she doesn't. But here's the thing: Alex doesn't look at Owen like she looked at Ryan, but Owen looks at Alex in that way. Because I don't think that Owen's been in in a romantic relationship as far as we can, as far as I remember from when we met him at the beginning of the season last year. But which yeah. is funny because Owen has said from the beginning to Alex, like this is never going to happen. Like we're never going to. We're going to have to keep the strictly professional. Do you guys remember when she was hitting on him to like get him? Yeah. When they thought he was part of the uh, the AIC. The leader of the AIC. Yeah. She, she called like, his bluff, though. He did want to hook up with her. I mean, That's clearly. why it's like... Uh, Everybody wants to hook up with she's Alex. She's gorgeous. Except for Shelby. I mean, no, Shelby probably too. <laughs> no, Shelby. she's not a hoss. Oh, my gosh. She's not a... Not, not yet. <laughs> not her type. Not her type. <laughs> What's your last name? <laughs> Is your last name Haas? No? If it doesn't start Next. with an H, I don't even want to go. Does Caleb have a cousin? <laughs> if, it, if your first name doesn't start with a C... And you're like, all right, you're it. That's it. That's it. We're not. We're moving on. Um, yeah. So I mean, those relationships are, are getting a little weird. Obviously, Sasha's out of the picture now, and because she's dead. <clears throat> so we think because she's because she's dead. Yeah, exactly. Why does no one believe that she blew up in a car? Yeah, because but, they never showed it. I mean, like, I like, because remember the last time that we said, "Is Leon dead?" We if we haven't seen it, we we it haven't seen dead. the body. Then we saw the body. Then we saw we saw the confirmation of that. No, didn't we just see his hand? But I mean, like, but yeah, we saw his well, hand. We saw her get into a car and then it blew up. But she didn't get in the car. I, don't I saw her walk her behind. The car. The I saw her walk car. behind the car and then it blew up. So Conspiracy I don't know. Theory. But then it also brings me back to the whole with Sebastian thing. They all thought that he like shot the, these people because he was carrying that bag and it all looked like he did. And then I was like, uh, if they didn't show that he did it, then he didn't do it. Wait, right. so Which that's he didn't. confirmed he didn't do he it didn't this do episode. It. No, so no. we just don't know. No, in the last episode it was confirmed. Speaking okay. of Sebastian, where was where is Sebastian now? Didn't he just escape? Like he's just what, gone? But he they had him t- <coughs> excuse me, they had him like tied up or something. But they he gave them the names. Yeah. That's why he yeah. And then he just go. left. They let him go yeah. because they, he gave them the names. And where's Harry? Yeah, where uh, Harry ran as well. I don't no, know where Sebastian he ran to. Uh, addressed that too. He had said that you know he Let threatened me. to tell to he threatened Harry to go or else he'll you know kill him because he just wants to look out for Harry. So Harry left. I don't know where he went. It's an abusive but the, see, that's Seriously. that's that's another storyline that either they they should have never brought in, that, which yeah. was Sebastian going to figure out what Carly was up to. Mm-hmm. Or just leave it out because now I want to know what Carly was up to. But that's one of my criticisms for the, for this last half of the season is because it's going so fast. And this happened last episode when they were inter- they, they were interrogating Sebastian. He gave them all the names at once. I was like, we thought that they were going to go one each episode, take off one name. Uh, but that's not how this happened. It, it happened all at once. And now it's going at warp speed. And I'm like, whoa, slow down. Because I don't... You're introducing storylines and characters that aren't necessary if you're not going to bring them back. Like Miranda, Sebastian, Harry. I'm yeah. like, all these people, I'm like... Yeah. yeah, I almost feel like the first half of the season could have been like half of the first half of the season yes. because tell me what what happened in the first half of the season. The G twenty like, summit. You could really <laughs> break it down in like a, an episode, yeah. pretty like yeah. one episode of of us. We could okay. go through pretty much what happened. This second half, though, very intriguing. I'm very interested in the plots. It's just moving so fast. Yes. Right. 
Um, I want to, I, I know there's folks talking in the chat room right now, like I said, hello, uh, and definitely a lot of folks that leave comments below, so I want to read something, I know we're not going to pull it up, uh, but I want to read something that somebody wrote about Alex and Owen, because it's very relevant to our, uh, our, our this episode and our conversation. Uh, GS wrote in the comments, Alex now trusts Owen like she does no one else, even though he has played her and even lied to her multiple times. He lied about Lydia, and now this person, now, <coughs> GS broke it down by episode? So it's a very long comment, so I'm just going to go through a couple things. Um, he lied about Lydia and his daughter in in Season 2, Episode 1. Lied about her being at the bottom of the motorboard in Season 2, Episode 4. Lied about the drone attack in Season 2, Episode 6. Owen's little death wish in Season 2, Episode 11. Trying to push her out of the assignment in... in Season 2, episode 14, the list goes on. Uh, let's not forget the grudge he held for Alex for exposing his terrorist daughter, but suddenly they're best buds. Um, GS is getting damn it. Yeah, I wrote, I, I wrote fire fire emoji uh, <laughs> at the end of this long this long comment. So uh, we, I definitely love comments, or we definitely love seeing comments like that. So leave them in there because there's so much, uh, like we said, uh, going on in this episode now that we've got uh, all eight members of the cast kind of trying to take down this government. And, and and you know what the scary part is, is that is not far from this current administration and some of the people, some of the key players in the White House right now who believe in tearing down the American federal government. So, um, you know, whereas where Quantico uh, is fictional, there are some people like uh, uh, the ideologue who is Fletcher who I believe is the Steve Bannon of <laughs> this show. Because um, if he is the ideology, then that is what they believe and that they believe that the federal government should be torn down um, and that there should be no federal government, basically. Um, and that's where we are. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but every time Jexel goes off on his uh, political current political tangents, me and Renee are like... We don't. We just Listen, will, it's we will just talk about the show because we don't know anything it's about it. Very important state. to <laughs> tie them both together because because it is a show that's set in a time where you know the writers have said this is post Trump. No, I agree with you, and are. I'm glad that you know that you are. Because <clears throat> then you can you can hear more all about my political ramblings <laughs> on political culture Tuesday nights at six o'clock. Uh, um, tomorrow night we'll be back with uh, my good friend Vince Collins. Okay. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. Who do you think Alex called? Because remember how, what's his face? I'm not going to remember any of these. Was it Theo? No, it wasn't Theo. Or Theo. Who was the guy that she had his name? Fletcher. Fletcher. Yes. Um, remember when Fletcher said, call. And she's like, who do I call? He's like, anyone will be listening. Who do you think Alex called to then be on the phone and be like, I'm ready. And then have the person be all confused. She like, probably didn't even call. She probably picked up her phone and said, hey Siri, I'm ready. <laughs> and then like that was it. They showed up? I wish there they was showed a scene up. of yeah. that. I mean... Yeah, that was a little weird that they didn't show, like, who she needed to call. Like, maybe what there happened? Was a, maybe there was a red phone. Did she call, like, Domino's, and then was she, like... <sighs> she sent the pizza emoji, and then, it, <laughs> and then it came out to her. <laughs> do you know you could do that, right? Yeah. You could send a pizza emoji yeah. to Domino's. Everyone I knows thought, you can do oh, yes, okay, well, that. I haven't done it yet, but... I thought what was interesting, though, is that after she got out of the van with Owen and went up to Rourke and said, hey, this is what I have, this is what I'm going to give you to trust me, which was all of the stuff that, you know, they had on the collaborators... I thought that was interesting because she didn't know that the collaborators already have all that information because they've already wiped everything clean um, up until that point. So she's already giving them something that they already have. I mean, they know what? they know themselves. 
No, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is they, okay, before that whole scene with Owen and, and Alex, and yeah. Alex going up to Fletcher with the briefcase and that really yeah. awesome black outfit. Yeah. That was a cool black outfit. Right? Um, they had already got everything wiped from their computers. That's why the whole freakout scene happened. And then at the end of the episode, she was giving them the briefcase with everything that they had on the collaborators, with the collaborators, which they already have if they've already wiped all the computers. No, from no, no, no. Alex and Owen wiped those computers. What? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was the whole. That was the whole conversation that Did I miss you know, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. The, it's okay. He's doing. You know, you know when Tim is trying to stop me from talking politics, <laughs> and then he can't even figure out where the show I'm is like, happening. What is yes. happening? So okay, I thought the guy was his dad. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, it's really confusing. So Alex and Owen had a conversation where Owen said, "We need to do something different," and that means turning one of us against. <laughs> turning one of us against us and then Alex and Owen in their black suits because there were two of them see but they were both in black suits so I didn't realize there was two people but it came right after the conversation (laughs) yeah but then I was like all of a sudden somebody was hacking Clay's office again which is the same thing that that was definitely Alex and Owen that's that's what she handed over yeah 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 she knew what would hurt them which is taking the files away from them oh well, thanks for keeping me abreast. Yeah. It's okay. You learn something new every day on this show. <laughs> I know. Well, we definitely have a lot to learn. Uh, next episode, episode 19. Um, don't know what the uh, episode title is of that. But I did want to talk about, I did want to mention real quick what MH Order was, which is a cryptonym for. Oh, it's not in Hoarder? M Hoarder. Hoarder. Um, it's a cryptonym for like negative. It's negative CIA publicity or something like that. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, which is exactly what the president got at the end of this, which is why the act of 1870 does not matter. Um, so, um, so uh, yeah. So, we got a lot going on. We won't go into predictions because we just you just cannot predict what's going to happen on this show. We, I mean, you just nope. don't know. We can predict that Shelby might sleep with... Leighton Haas at some point. And some cousins. Some Maybe Maxine. And the president. And the Never president. Know. And the president. Uh, so, uh, Renee, where can they find you on Twitter? You guys can follow me at Renee Ariel on Instagram and on Twitter and check out my new blog post, 15 Reasons It's Great to Be Single on sextingandthecity.com. It's a great blog. You guys should check it out. I am Timothy Michael. You can reach me on all social media platforms at I am Timothy Mike. And I'm Drexel Heard. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Drexel Herb, be sure to watch Political Culture tomorrow night. My good friend Vince Colonies from The Daily Caller will be talking with me about Trump's first 100 days. So check it out live tomorrow on Black Hollywood Live. We'll see you then. Bye, guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.